The Center for Unhindered Living presents Plus Size Polyamory with Judy McMahon, where our motto is, don't follow the crowd, follow your heart. Episode 4, Owning Your Identity. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a great day today so far. Welcome to episode four of Plus Size Polyamory. Today, we'll be discussing owning your identity. Who are you? As plus size people, we're very often feeling in limbo. We want to be better, be different than we are, and yet we're tired of waiting for life to happen. We want to get on with life. And that means loving ourselves the way we are. But can we expect others to love us too? That's what we'll be discussing today. But first, I'd like to ask you to join our patron program. If you've found something of value in these podcasts, please consider becoming a patron. You can pledge as little as a dollar a month and have access to special patron benefits, as well as be the first to be notified when new episodes come out. To join, Click on the Become a Patron button at the top of the podcast page or go to patron.podbean.com slash PS Polyamory. And thank you for your support. So here in my pocket, I have a little figurine. For those listening to me over the audio version of this podcast, I'm sorry, you won't be able to see it. The figurine is a polished green stone and it's a replica of the famous statue named the Venus of Villendorf. To see a picture of it, Google it. This little figure was discovered in the late 1800s near the village of Villendorf, Austria. It was dated to the upper Paleolithic period between 25,000 and 30,000 years ago. This would have placed it squarely during the ice age period. 144 different Venus figurines have been found all over Europe. Not all of them have the exaggerated sexualized features that this one does, but most do. A Venus Venus figurine is called this because of the sexualized nature of the physical characteristics of the figurine. Massive breasts, large abdomen, and thick thighs. It is speculated that either this statue represented a goddess cult or was part of a fertility fetish. While speculation about about the purpose of this figurine will go on for years, one thing is certain. The celebration of this full figured body was quite common. Now, why do I carry this with me? Not only is this object the oldest art object ever discovered, which in and of itself makes it interesting, but it's a validation of the value that was placed on the full figured body type. It seems like in our modern age, we've come to worship a body type that during the ancient times was considered to have been weak and more likely to die during the harsh icy conditions. A full figured woman was more likely to live through the lean times and more likely to support a pregnancy successfully. A full figured woman was considered a symbol of plenty and was not devalued the way that our society devalues us today. By choosing to carry one of these Venus symbols, 
I'm choosing to embrace my identity and appreciate my worth. Now, embracing our identity doesn't mean we have to give up trying to be physically fit or healthier, but it also doesn't mean that we have to constantly starve ourselves and try to reach what may be for us some impossible ideal. Many of us, unbeknownst to us, are insulin resistant or have some other medical problem that affects our ability to lose weight. And it doesn't mean we have to give up on the idea of love, sex, or relationships either. Choosing to embrace your identity can mean that you gain the self-confidence, which is key to attracting potential relationship partners. The person who gives off an energy that says, I'm ashamed of my body type, is not displaying attractive personality characteristics. Those who are around you can sense your discomfort and it makes them uncomfortable too. Being plus size doesn't mean you're destined to be alone in the bedroom. In a 2008 study that looked at the body mass index, sex or sexual orientation, age of first intercourse, and number and frequency of partners, researchers found that 92% of full-figured women had a history of sexual intercourse with a man, as opposed to only 87% of women with a BMI below 25. Hello, people. We plus-size women are having plenty of great sex. Are you surprised? I'm tending to emphasize the female side of this equation because some extra weight on a man is generally not greeted with the same level of disdain as it is in women. But I don't want to dismiss the emotional pain that some men probably do experience. Don't let that stop you from initiating sex. I do feel a lot of empathy for men that have some extra pounds. I sort of see myself as the ambassador of good sex for the overweight. So if I meet you, I'm probably at some point going to offer you a sexual encounter because well, why not? We all deserve pleasure. All I can tell you people is own your shit. It feels good. And to those who dismiss us, I say, what are you going to do when you get older and your body doesn't work as well as it used to or has put on a few pounds? Are you going to just be willing to totally give up on pleasure at that point? Well, I'm not either, so don't write me off. If you choose to not initiate a relationship, sexual or otherwise, with me because of my weight, well, it's your loss. Ask my husband. He's very satisfied. In this respect, being polyamorous is an advantage, I think. If any potential partner doubts that a relationship with me will be satisfying, I encourage them just to talk to my husband. He can assure them that they will enjoy it if they allow themselves to. Here are some things I personally recommend to help you feel a little bit more comfortable and confident at first. Number one, invest in some nice clothing that makes you feel good about yourself. Two, Make sure one of those outfits is some nice, sexy lingerie. Number three, you don't have to go all the way in your first sexual encounter with a new partner. Offer a blowjob first. Only, only they have to get partially disrobed and you don't have to at all. Once they're satisfied, they might be more amenable to discovering a little more about you. If your tummy bothers you, 
wear a skirt and a blouse. Then you can take off the blouse and leave the skirt on. Just raise it up for access to the private areas. And this gives your tummy a little cover. Hopefully, eventually, the more time you spend with this partner, the more comfortable you will be with discarding the skirt. Number five, try the all fours or from behind position for sex. That way, your partner is not staring at your tummy while he bangs you. Number six, blindfold your partner. You can say it's for kinky reasons, but it allows you to feel less inhibited in the beginning, and then you can guide their hands to where you want them. Number seven, try Catherine's boxer briefs for women. The legs are loose and comfortable, and if you're in a situation where you can't disrobe, your partner can still get into your pants without you having to get undressed. Number eight, if you're worried about the odor of those private cracks and crevices, I highly recommend this new Lumi product that's being marketed right now. No, I'm not being compensated for recommending them. They're just something that I personally use and find helpful. My favorite being the lavender sage fragrance. Best deodorant I've ever used and it's safe for all those private areas. Now, I realize I've presented a lot of, well, a bit of a conundrum. On the one hand, I've said to be confident and on the other, giving you some tips which sort of help you camouflage your appearance, which would imply that you aren't confident. My goal is for you to be comfortable with your appearance, but we all have to start somewhere. Start where you're comfortable and work your way to where you want to go. Don't settle for less than you want, but I personally never discount a particular partner based on their looks. You could be missing out on the time of your life. Visit the Center for Unhindered Living's blog at unhindered-living.com. Join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhinderedliving. Have something to say about this? Leave a comment. Join the discussion. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Currently, episodes of this podcast can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Radio Public, as well as our YouTube channel. See you tomorrow.